Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Monday, December 14th, 2020. We're brought to you, as always, by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill is doing it all for you. Whatever you want. You want whitening? You want white teeth? You want healthy teeth? You want straight teeth? He can do it all. And he will do it all. All you have to do is call him. 317-849-2933. He's done it for me. 27 years. I've never been happier with a dentist, obviously. I want to go to Dr. Mike O'Neill as my dentist forever. Again, 317-849-2933. Let's talk about the Colts. National media is ignoring the Colts. And people in Indianapolis are all a Twitter about it. Why? What do we care what Mike Greenberg has to say about anything? I worked with him for two years in Chicago at WMAQ. I like Mike Greenberg. I don't need him to talk. I don't need him Mike Greenberg to validate, in my mind, what I think is a pretty damn good football team. I think Colts are good whether Greeny talks about them, whether Colin Cowherd talks about them. I don't care if Skip and Stephen A. and all these guys ignore the Indianapolis Colts like they're a, a CFL team. Doesn't matter to me. I don't care. I love watching this team. And plus, this is the 25th uh, largest TV market in the country and the Colts have the least sexy quarterback in the NFL. Phillip Rivers, there is nothing sexy about him as a human being or his game as a quarterback. He throws it slow. He's a soft tosser. He's not mobile. He is the bizarro world version of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is thrilling. Right, throwing it behind his back, throwing it underhanded, throwing it to stop and here, throwing it against his momentum. Phillip Rivers has to plant in the pocket, stride into it to get any velocity on the ball at all. He's incredibly accurate, and he's making great decisions. I got nothing against Phillip Rivers. Nothing but love for you, Phillip. But let's be honest, not a dynamic skill set at the age of 39. What he is doing is playing clean football. No interceptions the last two weeks. No interceptions in six games this season. Do you know what the Colts' record is in those six games? I'll give you a moment to ponder. Yeah, they're 6-0. Phillip Rivers plays clean, and the Colts win games. Yesterday, the turnover battle won by the Colts, 
3-0, the final score 44-27 over the Raiders. The Raiders, so dejected, so aggravated by the way the Colts manhandled their defense that Paul Gunther was fired two and a half hours after the game. He's a defensive coordinator. Goodbye. Hey, you let you let Jonathan Taylor run for 150. T.Y. Hilton scored two touchdowns. Phillip Rivers, we touched him once. You are fired. That's the way they operate in Las Vegas. And that's why the Colts are where the Colts are at 9-4, and four, the Raiders at 7-6. and six. All the Colts have to do, they got to beat the Texans this week, and they've got to beat the Jaguars in the regular season finale. You win those two games, you go 11-5, and five, and at 11-5, and five, the Colts absolute locks for the playoffs. Now, in between those two games, you've got a game in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. If you can win that game, you're going to win the AFC South because the Titans aren't going to be perfect down the stretch. If you can find a way to go 12-4, and you're going to win the AFC South. You're probably going to be the three seed, which means you host a game in the wild card round of the playoffs. Even if you're a four seed, then you you still host, but you you host the fifth seed. I would like the Colts to fight for that third seed. Good news from Frank Reich just a few minutes ago. He spoke to the media said that it does not appear that Darius Leonard or Xavier Rhodes' injuries are serious, so we expect those guys back. It doesn't seem that there's been any backslide with the MCL for Anthony Costanzo. That's a big deal. I don't want to see Quentin Nelson at left tackle anymore, even though when he was in at left tackle, he looked pretty damn good. He looked all right. They do have Jamarcus Webb on the practice squad, the veteran. He could step in in a breach, but I love the way they look when they got that starting five as their uh, offensive line. That is a good group, and that defense is doing special stuff. Kenny Moore, special yesterday with one-handed interception, punching the ball out on the fumble. And around that fumble, five Colts, two Raiders. Colts come up with the football because that is what they do. Matt Eberflus, whatever you think of him from a schematic perspective, you have got to love the way the Colts tackle, go after the ball, and then go jump on the ball once they get that thing out. They punch at the ball like it's their job because it is their job. Turnovers, there is nothing more important. There is no point of differentiation more important than turnovers. Saw it yesterday. The Raiders punted once. They converted eight of 12 third downs, right? Somehow or another, the Colts, they get the win, and they move on to 9-4, and four with all their dreams possible 13 games into the season, which is fantastic. I didn't think it was possible. I thought the absolute best they could do was 9-7 and seven with Phillip Rivers. Because Phillip Rivers, listen to this. Phillip Rivers, his last, what was it, 11 years with the Chargers, they won double digits once, and that was two years ago. Now, a lot of the time, I think they had four 9-7s, but they won... 10 or more games once, and that was in 2018. That goes all the way back to 2009. Unbelievable what he's been able to do. He is very efficient. He is a terrific game manager. He's a wonderful leader. T.Y. Hilton, it seems like Frank Reich willfully, smart, saved T.Y. Hilton's bullets until December. December, January, T.Y. looks like the T.Y. that we got used to seeing in September and October before he kind of broke down. Jonathan Taylor on the pitch count yesterday looked beautiful. 20 carries, 
150 yards, two touchdowns for both Hilton and Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is a beast. He runs over people, he runs around people, and he runs by people. How about that touchdown? Ran out in front, didn't let any of those DBs from the Raiders catch him, and he he scores. Really, really good stuff. The Indianapolis Colts look like a team that could be a tough out come January, but let's not get all all crazy and start buying, you know, banner material. Let's not do that. Let's not book Monument Circle for a parade just yet. All right? This is not, as you look at teams in the AFC, you look at the Chiefs, then you look at the Steelers, and then there's a whole mess of teams who aren't too bad. The Colts are in the midst of that group. The Chiefs, then the Steelers, Then a bunch of teams, including the Colts. Remember what happened against the Titans? Remember what happened against the the Ravens? Not good stuff. The Colts can be had. They can also have. We'll see what happens. In January, all they got to do is take care of business twice in the next three games. And really, you look at what the Texans did against the Bears. It was the Bears. They got their ass trucked like 36-7, right? The Jaguars are abysmal. The Colts should be able to win both those home games. And then it kind of comes down to what they do against uh, the Steelers in Pittsburgh. If they can get that done, all of a sudden they're 12-4. and That's a hell of a bounce-back season, right? With Jacoby Brissett coming in as the third-and-one guy, I want to see Brissett, and and I think they're waiting on this. I want to see Brissett throw it deep. I want to see some kind of play action, some kind of duck into the line, take a couple of steps, and pop it to T.Y., and have T.Y. take it to the house. Frank Reich, really, really smart in the way he's calling plays and designing plays. I think it's been terrific. Let's talk about the Pacers. Pacers, in about an hour, are going to have uh, game two of the preseason in Cleveland. They lost Saturday night in Cleveland. 107-104, Sabonis and Brogdon with 16 points each. They played everybody. And and Nate Bjorkren played a lot of guys in the fourth quarter. And because he played a lot of guys, the Pacers gave up the game and uh, allowed, they allowed the Cavaliers to score 42 points. That's way too many points. Can't allow a team to score 42 in the fourth quarter of any game, especially not the Cavs. But it doesn't matter whether the Pacers win or lose preseason games. We don't need to see nothing out of the Pacers tonight. Not a thing. Hopefully, these guys get in their heads what the schemes are, and by the time the opener comes along, and that's only nine days away, they have figured out what Bjorkren wants, and all five of those guys can start behaving as one. That would be a really good thing. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm very bullish on the Pacers. I I think they're going to be good this year. I think that they're one of those teams... They're not a. They're not going to finish first or second in the East, but they could be third. They could be fourth. They could be fifth, depending on how injuries kind of manifest themselves for other teams. I think that there are teams in the East that you you got some guys pulling in different directions, and I don't think that that's going to happen here. I'm really looking forward to seeing the regular season version of this team. Although I'm going to watch preseason games because what the hell else are we going to do? I changed from Hulu Live TV to AT&T TV in order to watch Pacers games and Cubs games. And so what am I going to do? Not watch? Of course I'm going to watch. We're going to see. The, the Chris and Quinn will be on the call at 6 o'clock. I'm talking right now at about 5.10. 
So there you go. I want to talk for a minute about college basketball. People keep saying that college basketball needs to shut it down and, and kind of postpone things and play March Madness in May. We need to take good care of these kids. We need a national conversation. That's what Jay Billis said. A national conversation. When has any problem been solved with a national conversation? Number one, there is no environment where these young adults, these student athletes, are going to be safer than as as student athletes on the campuses of their schools. There are no students. All learning is being done virtually as, as classes continue, as it is with the athletes. They're not going to class. They're not, they're not out hobnobbing with people, whatever. They, that's not happening. There, is a, uh, there are checks and balances in place at these, uh, these athletic departments that keep these kids much safer than they would be otherwise if they were home. So what are we doing? Are, are we going to send them all home? Or are we just going to not have games because of the appearance? Not having games. It, it appears that they're being more responsible. Has anybody gotten COVID from playing, from competing? I don't think anybody did in in the bubble in the NBA. I don't think anybody has in the NFL that I'm aware of. I don't think anybody has in college basketball. Sure, games are being canceled because people are getting COVID. But would more people get COVID if college basketball was suspended uh, across the country? That's an interesting question, and I think that science weighs heavier on the side of playing and that it's a healthier decision to play these games rather than to suspend operations. Now, am I guessing at that? A little bit. Maybe that's a national conversation that Jay Billis wants to have people have. I don't know. I, I just play. Can we have some things, and I'm not talking about as fans, I'm talking about let's let's have some normalcy and let's respect the virus with without, you know, boarding up our doors and windows like it's a damn hurricane because it's not. A lot of people have died and it's unfortunate, but the vast majority of those are 60, 70, 80 and people with underlying conditions that put them at greater risk. So is canceling college basketball going to make any difference whatsoever to the spread? I think it would make a negative difference in the spread of the coronavirus. Prove me wrong. Uh, tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. I cannot wait to talk to you then. We got a lot of basketball coming up this week. Pacers, uh, Purdue, we got the Crossroads Classic coming up on Saturday. We got the the reconfigured bucket game this Friday night at Memorial Stadium in Bloomington. I can't believe we can't be there. It's unbelievable. I respect it. I'm not going to just show up in the parking lot with a cooler and umbrella and a space heater. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not. I'm, I'm, well, you know, no, I wouldn't. We'll talk about it tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 7 o'clock on Facebook Live and about 7.15 on Periscope and Twitter. I'm going to go over there and argue with myself for a while about what I'm going to do about Friday night in Bloomington. (laughs) Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.